men to cheat. You picked John Kramer? Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the Overcast. I am your host, Justin Geely Saw Grove, and my co-host is Nick Brain Surgery Ludlow, and we are here to review Saw X. Yes. yes. It's a bonus episode of the Overcast, or a bonisode, if you will. Yes, um, bonisode. We've done three of these previously. The Super Mario Brothers movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and the PlayStation 2023 showcase. This will be the fourth bonus episode. The, and you did the uh, the review of um, God of War Ragnarok with uh, Dalton, didn't you? Correct, but that was... Um, that was of of like actually in an, a part of a numbered episode. We had a media corner and everything in that one. That gotcha. Review, okay. That review was the topic of that episode. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. It, that was early work, and I decided to make full on reviews like that, uh, focused episodes like that into bonus episodes henceforth. So makes sense. Um, so this is the fourth bonus episode, and. Uh, it's for Saw X, so like always, we'll be yes. doing a spoiler-free discussion to start with, then we'll give you our rating for the movie, and then after that we will transition into spoiler territory. But um, yes. first of all, the first thing I want to mention, tonally, tone, tone, T-O-N-E, or T-O, I'm saying tonally, not totally, tonally, different from the other Saw movies. Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah, it it feels more narrative driven and yes. less less trap focused, and it's 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 split in half, almost like a two stage or a two act stage play. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the first half of the movie setup story, the second half of the movie traps and gore. That's yep. Yeah, and it, they've never been split like that before either. It's no, they haven't. Like you're watching two different movies back to back. Um, one thing I'll notice in the first half of the movie, when it's more focused on story and stuff, you have like softer color palettes. You have like more like bluish lighting and stuff like uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, then when it gets to the second half of the movie, it transitions more to the classic saw color palettes where everything's like green and yellow and the camera's all jumping everywhere and the metal music kicks in. I like the I like the transfer, you know. Oh yes. Absolutely. It, even the, the, the so the place where they did the, the quote unquote surgery in the first half of the movie was all lit in blue light and then when he comes back later, uh, it's all in yellow. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, what are your, um, you know, how did you like this one? Bro, <clears throat> I didn't know what to expect going into this, but, oh man, these traps were intense. Yeah. Yeah, but not really not really the main focus of the movie this time like they are no. so much times before. This truly no, was I, the this John Kramer a, this, story. Yeah, the, the, this was definitely this was uh this this hit different. 
this really hit different. So I, how, um, how, how do you feel about them turning the series antagonist into the protagonist for this movie? I liked it. Yeah, interesting perspective, right? Yeah. So, your basic back-of-the-box synopsis for Saw X, uh, folks, is that, you know, uh, it takes place between Saw 1 and 2 during that six-month gap, and um, John uh, finds out about some experimental treatment that can help cure his cancer, supposedly, and... He has to travel to Mexico to get it done, but when he finds out that the whole thing was a scam, which is not a spoiler because this takes place between Saw 1 and 2, um, just to be clear, you know, spoiler alert, Saw 3 happened, um, anyways, uh, so when he finds out that it's a scam, he proceeds to get revenge on the scammers via the usual jigsaw way um so that is the setup for this movie uh oh it was very well done yes yes it was um so uh how how do you feel about the fact that they like they went to a completely different area for this one this one takes place in mexico for like the first time ever it's not in you know uh generic city usa (laughs) You know, I I like the I like like I said I like the direction they went with it. It was it's different. It hit different, man. I just I don't know what else to say. Okay, so you know how um I when I did my mini review of it in a, in one of our numbered episodes of the show. Um, yeah. One of the things I mentioned uh, was that it there were so that the traps in this movie weren't so much. Um, it wasn't really about the gore, but it was more about the suspense. And yeah, do you kind of see what I meant this time around? Like where yeah, it was it oh was, yeah, it was down to like the last couple of seconds so many times, and it was mm-hmm. just like. Mm, man, ooh, you know, yeah. Um, obviously, at this point, I'm not giving away like the results. Like they, those, but the, you get they, it. the the they put in a lot of effort for their yes. outcomes. For their outcomes, yeah, they put in a lot of effort for their outcomes. <laughs> yes, ooh, man. God, yes. But um, you know, like they, like they, like they got a lot to lose without. Without, you know, going into specifics, I will say that it is worth mentioning that this this Saw movie is one of the few that does have some trap survivors. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, there are so there are others. This is one of them. Um, you know, obviously at this point, everyone knows Dr. Lawrence Gordon survived the first movie, you know, um, Stuff like that. So, the lady who cut her her own arm off in the opening of, I want to say, the sixth one. Um, And she was at that support group in the seventh one. Yeah. So, that's what, the whole support group there in the seventh one, those are all survivors from the previous movies. So, 
Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. So I guess it was more than I guess more more than I think, but yeah, there are obviously. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it wouldn't be you saw a movie without somebody dying in a trap somewhere, right? So, there's definitely that to be expected. Um, oh yeah. So I will ask you. Obviously, we won't go into specifics here yet. Um, but I will ask you the twist in this movie, and I'm not talking about who someone is i'm talking about what happens when the bag of money gets grabbed at the end did you see that coming no i did not was it brilliant absolutely i agree yeah i thought so too i thought that was very uh very well done um did you happen to catch the credit scene yes i did and holy (laughs) shit it's like it was. It was fan service. That's but like it was that's fun. Car, that, that, that's like that's karma served up on a silver platter, bro. Yeah, but not only that, but that scene was fan service because of where it takes place and who shows up in it. Yeah, absolutely. But it was good fan service, you know. Yes. <clears throat> so I was here for it. Yes. Um. There was a decent amount of foreshadowing in this, too. I don't know if you noticed, but the scene where John is riding in the taxi uh, to go uh, meet up with, you know, the first time when he first gets there. Uh, yeah. At one, at one point, the camera cuts to a bunch of, like, necklaces and shit hanging off the uh, the rearview mirror. And one of them is that the, the head is, like, is that the mask um, for the uh, the brain surgery trap. Um, yes, that was. I thought that was very interesting. Um, I also noticed. I thought this was kind of cool. A little interesting touch. Um, did you notice that um, after he gets the quote unquote surgery and he has a new lease on life, that he's kind of like, um, you know, he's like, oh, I'm cured, you know. I do think he's sitting on a park bench and I had to laugh a little bit because he pulls out the sketchbook and he's like sketching designs for the, the rack, the twisting crucifix trap from saw three. <laughs> Did you see that? I'm, I'm I must've missed that part. Oh, well he's sketching these designs. It's in the trailer too, but he's sketching this and then he rips the paper out and throws it away. And to me, that kind of like was a visual representation of like, since he, was um um it was actually kyle who pointed this out to me when we watched it actually um it was it was a detail i just kind of took it as a throwaway joke when i first saw it but he pointed out a deeper meaning behind it and i actually agree with this um i think what they were trying to say is that since he thought his cancer had been cured that he was gonna stop doing traps that he was gonna live his life you know and yeah. the only re- the only reason that he kept going is because it wasn't actually cured, you know. Right. That's what I think they were trying to say. Like he was like, you know, that and that. But yeah, that was um, that was very uh, that was very well done. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot easily. Uh, a lot of twists in this one. Um, some great performances by uh, Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith, who comes back as Amanda in this movie. Um, how did you? How did you like uh, her? Her return. She redeemed herself in this one. 
I, I agree. Yeah, there are re- like there are good story reasons for that we can get into later. But I do believe I will say this. I agree with people when they say that this Saw movie has something that others were missing, and that was character development, like yeah, like storytelling, character development. All the other Saw movies are what could be considered a gory soap opera. You know, yes, for the most part, where this one is more. This one felt more of like um. Less of a niche like the other Saw movies and more of like a mainstream movie, you know? Yeah. To a degree. Yeah, and it was, uh, they did a great job. It did a great job. And it's, you don't really have to de-age Tobin Bell because John Kramer was a dying cancer patient, so it's whatever. They yeah. did, remember in Saw 7 in the flashback when they tried to de-age him by having him put on a backwards baseball cap? <laughs> yup, I remember. <laughs> that, 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 it did not work. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they didn't see so in this movie they just said fuck it we're not gonna de-age him at all so amanda looks like she's aged like 40 years from the first movie to this one. Oh um, yeah i um, noticed yeah it's noticeable but it's like fuck it who cares <laughs> you know um no i I thought this was a good one because yeah, it has all that. Billy is in it for a little bit, but it's not. This isn't one of those um, Saw movies where there's one guy going from test to test or like people in different rooms and stuff being more of the focus. It's not like a trap B plot. This These movies used to have their cop A plot and trap B plot happening at the same time. This movie's A plot happens first and then B plot happens second. <laughs> um yeah. And it's all part of the same story. And then, um, but also in this one, all the traps are in the same room. He has them in the same place where they performed the surgery on him and screwed him over. Um, yep. So, that, uh, yeah, really, uh, some really well done twists, really done, well done story beats. It's like a Darren Lynn Bozeman came back for this, I believe. Um, again, so always nice to have them in the reins. I watched a lot of behind the scenes stuff on YouTube before I even went to the movie. Some great stuff. Um, all right. Without going into spoilers of the funny reveal, let me ask you, what do you think of the, the trap that they were using to market the movie? The eyeball sucking one. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's not an answer. Uh, no, I know. I, uh, I don't know. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah, I, I'm looking for more of like. Do you think it lived up to the hype since it was like the marketing for the movie, or were you like? Because I was, I was, I was disappointed. disappointed in that in that aspect. I was disappointed in that aspect. Were you disappointed in the trap itself, or were you disappointed in the reveal that came after it? I don't exactly remember what the reveal was. The reveal uh, had to do with the nature of um, when and where the trap was happening. Because <laughs> it happens in the first half of the movie. It is like yeah. you get a trap in the first half of the movie, but it's like... Um, well, we'll get more into it into the spoilers. I'll remember it to be like the first thing I mentioned, but, um, okay. there's, 
the, I, in hindsight, I think the reveal is worth it because it leads to a funny line from John. But yeah. um, but like it, I the first time I watched the movie, I was disappointed not in the trap itself, but in the um, in what happens next. <laughs> uh huh. But outside of that, I thought there were some other like genuinely they put some humor in this one at points in the beginning oh, yeah. of the first half because there's a moment where John is uh talking with the doctor Cecilia and she's like basically interviewing him mm-hmm. um also she is who I would consider to be the movie's main antagonist if I'm being honest okay um like the villain the main villain I know that's fucking weird to say that someone else is the main villain in a movie where Jigsaw exists but like from this movie's perspective, John is the protagonist and Cecilia is the antagonist. I oh, yeah, absolutely. Is how it's meant to look. But when she's sitting there and talking to him and interviewing him, and she's like, so what do you do for a living? And he's like, well, I've done some engineering and blah, blah, blah. He's like, right now I'm kind of something of a life coach. I was like, <laughs> I was like snickering in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she's like, oh, so you, um, or so, yeah. Yeah, or he didn't say life coach. He said something else. But then she's like, "Oh, so you're like a life coach?" And he's like, "Yeah, something like that." <laughs> you know, he's like, "I help people uh, fix problems in their lives." <laughs> <Some> <laughs> shit, you know, it was like kind of like wink and nod at the camera, little joke mm-hmm. for the fans. Yeah, and um, yeah, I thought that was uh, oh man, I thought that was well done and uh, and really absolutely. Fun. Yes, but, um, so, before we get into the spoilers, let me ask you, did you have uh, a favorite trap in this movie? Um, Ooh. So, there wasn't a lot of them, but the list goes the, right. the vacuum trap, the, the pipe bomb trap, the um the Geely saw trap, the uh the brain surgery trap, the um what is it the um the radiation trap I guess you should call it and then the blood boarding trap. <clears throat> I'm not counting that one in the credits because we don't get to really see what happens. But right, yeah. I'm going to say the brain surgery trap. Ooh, interesting choice. I think I would have to go with the Geely saw trap. It was by far the most painful to watch by a large margin. I mean, the pipe bomb one was pretty gnarly too, but the Geely saw trap was just ouch. Like, I winced very hard at that one. And um, the way that when the the person who is in that one is doing what they have to do with the Geely saw and pulling it back and forth and it's like fucking flossing your teeth. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was fucking it, ridiculous. And but you know what I really like about that scene is how the music is going along with the motions of the Geely saw. The music's like bum 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 as the things going mm-hmm. back and forth. It was intense. Uh, once again, phenomenal job by former Nine Inch Nails member Charlie Closer, who did once again the entire soundtrack for this movie, and once again a rendition of Hello Zep for the big twist at the end. Um, nice. 
Yes. Gotta love it every single time. <clears throat> you know, da-na-na, da-na-na, da-na-na-na, da-na-na. I always associate it with John saying game over and slamming that door and Adam screaming, No! <sighs> Beautiful times. Um, mm. Well, this is, after all, a Saw movie, and Saw movies are pretty convoluted and stuffed with all kinds of things. And at the, you know, at the end of the day, it's... Uh, I think we've covered about as much ground as we can, spoiler-free, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I really wish I could think of a little bit more, but this is one where I think we're going to have to dig into the weeds to really to really get the juicy bits out there. So Yeah. So let's uh let's give it a rating. 10 out of 10. Really? That's high praise. Yeah. A, a 10 out of 10 for Saw 10. Yeah. Um, man. I almost... I don't know if I would go that high. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, because I didn't even give the first movie a 10. I gave that a 9 as well. So I'm, I'm going to give it a 9, because it is good. Um... And my only reason for that is because I'm a stickler with the tens. I don't just hand them out to anybody. You gotta really earn that shit <laughs> from me. Um, you gotta be like Lord of the Rings to get a ten out of me. You know what I mean? And this movie yeah. was good. This movie was good, but it's not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, that's my bar. So, anyways, um, yeah. Uh, so. More or less, I agree with you though. But I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a nine. I, I can't say I really had any problems with it, but I've, I mean, I've watched it twice, and I couldn't really pick out any issues with it. It's just you know one of those things. So yeah, that's um, a solid ten out of ten from you. Which woof, and a, uh, I think that might ever be our, that might be our first perfect ten on this show. By the way. Um, yeah, I think that might be the first thing that either of us have rated a, a solid full 10. So congratulations on that. Yeah. <laughs> you got the first one. Yay. Um, that doesn't mean you just rate things 10 out of 10 to be the first to them though. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta be honest. Um, and oh, I trust that is, my, I, that is my honest yeah. rating. Yeah, no, I, 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 I believe that. I trust that you were with this one. So, I mean, especially because I don't, you know, it's not like I drastically disagree. I'm at a nine. It's basically the same thing. Right. So, you know, so anyways, um, solid ratings from the both of us for this one. So here's your final warning. We're about to go into spoilers. So, folks... I want to play a game. You have a choice to make. You can leave now and experience the movie for yourself spoiler-free, or you can stick around and have it spoiled for you anyways. The choice is yours. Spoiler or no spoiler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. So, with that in mind, spoilers in three, two, one. Sometimes we get sucked into things that are against our nature. Drugs are as vicious 
as they are powerful. We all have free will. All right, everyone. We are now in the spoilers side of the Saw X discussion review um, or review discussion. You say potato, I say Toyota. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Now that we're in the spoiler territory, all right. Flood me with the thoughts that come to your mind immediately. What, what do you want to say about this movie? Bro. So. First off. The fucking. Uh, I can't believe that doctor survived that fucking pipe bomb. Right. Well, obviously not a doctor because it was a scam. None of them were real doctors. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, The taxi driver. He was the taxi driver in the pipe bomb trap. That's right. He was also, it was good that he survived. The story needed him to survive because he's the one who told John about uh, Discount Gerard Butler being Cecilia's boyfriend. True story. <laughs> you know. Um, so anyways, that was before... Gerard Butler on steroids. <laughs> no, no, opposite. It was Discount Gerard Butler. Um, no, um, seriously, though. Before we get to that, though, I, I before I forget... The eye thing that I was talking about with that trap is the fact that it wasn't real. It was in John's head. He was imagining a trap scenario for this janitor that was stealing. And then when oh. the when, when the scene is over, because when the scene is over, it goes back and you see the janitor sees John looking at him and he puts the shit back in the drawer and then he leaves. And John says, good choice. <laughs> Which okay. I la- I laughed at because I was like, yeah, yeah, that dude has no idea how lucky he is right now that he decided not to do that. <laughs> you know. Right. Um so at first I was kind of pissed because they used that trap to market the movie and then it turned out to be the equivalent of a dream basically. Mm-hmm. Um but I kind of think it was worth it for the joke. I do yeah. think it was a little worth it for the joke. Oh, absolutely. But I was going to ask, what did you think of that not being real, you know? Or is that not something you caught on to? Honestly, that's not something that I caught on to. Interesting. (laughs) Because I thought thought they made it, like, very obvious when it flashed back to... And showed him putting the shit away and leaving. (laughs) You know? I do think, though... It was interesting. I, I talked to my sister about it, and she said that it was an interesting, like... Like, if you look at it from, like, a cinematography standpoint, it's like we're getting a peek inside the mind of John Kramer, how his brain works, and how mm-hmm. he, like, designs oh, yeah. these, these traps Absolutely. in his head. You know? I had to giggle, though. I had to giggle, though, because when uh, when his eyeballs ended up in that little uh, glass window, his eyeballs were looking back at him. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Also, that was the other thing, too. I was like, so, um, from what I could tell, even though it wasn't real, though, but if it was real, that would be one of the few traps where they didn't 
die even though they failed because it sucked his eyeballs out, but he was still alive after that. And oh, all yeah, I could think is either he would be left to bleed out or the vacuums don't stop and it just sucks out the rest of him through his eye sockets or some shit, you know? Right. You know? Um, that's all I could think. But I don't, yeah. you know... Don't, but, you know, it was, again, it wasn't real. It was just, like, a rough draft in his head of how that scenario would play out. So, mm-hmm. But it was still in- interesting to see. And uh, the bone snappings of the fingers were brutal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Very much ow. Um, yeah. Okay. So. Here's my I- thought process. I want to keep my eyes. So, And I know broken bones can heal. So why the fuck not? Yeah, it's very painful. I feel like you would have to just, like, turn the knob all the way from zero to five immediately and just get it all done at once. Yup, exactly. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Ooh, that still sounds horrible, though. It does, though. At least that one's kind of doable, though, because, like, all you're doing is turning a knob and the machine is doing the painful part for you. And it's only one of your hands that you're doing it to. I gotta be honest, so, like, so... The Geely saw and the brain surgery traps, right? Those feel like those were the two that I was talking about when I said they were down to the last few seconds and still didn't make it. It feels almost a little unfair because they did what they needed to do. They just didn't do it fast enough was the yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. You know, at the point at the end of it they were just waiting on a goddamn machine. <laughs> um and it kind of sucks, but like Imagine going through all that, having to do all that just to die anyway. Um, yeah. And that was for both of the. They had it super rough, and I think that was by design. I think John really wanted to punish them on a level of how much involved they were guilt-wise. I think there's a reason Gabriella had the easiest one, to be honest. I think that was part of it. Yeah. Um because Vanessa, the dead Geely saw shit, man. Not only did she have to saw her own leg off, but she had to stick a machine in her bone marrow and suck that out, too. Um, yeah, that was fucked up. That one was painful to watch. I think, here's where she fucked up, though. She grabbed the Geely saw and started the timer right away. What she should have done was grab the belt and make the tourniquet first, and then grab the Geely saw and start cutting. She yep. did it backwards. Lost yes, precious. she did time and then hesitated on top of it so yep sure did um yeah so that was unfortunate um three minutes to saw off your own leg and suck out the bone marrow though (laughs) fuck that man also three minutes to give yourself like 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 carissa said you you might like if if you're gonna put me in a set in a saw trap i'll just i'll just i'll just fucking die I I, yeah. I won't even put any effort into it. If I'm put, if I'm in that saw trap, I'm in that saw trap for a reason, and I don't deserve to live. <laughs> well, that's not always true for all of in this movie. Yes, but not in, not in all of them. I think so. That's another thing that I guess is worth mentioning is that they actually gave us a reason to sympathize with John in this movie for a change instead of him just being like a serial killer. Oh yeah, like yeah. The, the people that he's punishing are legitimately bad people. They are stealing money from dying cancer patients. Yeah, like, manipulating the fuck out of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they are bad. But I see Amanda had sympathy for Gabriella because she knows she's only part of this because she's addicted to drugs and that feels familiar to her for obvious reasons. Yeah. So, you know, so she wanted to sympathize with her. I kind of, it, it was interesting when she took charge and decided that it was going to be Mateo next instead of her just to give her more of a chance, you know? Yeah. But that's, yeah, but that's some, some crazy stuff. So, um... So, how did you like the first half of the movie, where it wasn't really about the traps, and we were getting a lot of this uh, story stuff following John going to his cancer support groups and stuff like that? Um, I liked it. And him making friends with that little boy that would be important later. Yeah, you know, I liked it. The, I really getting, liked it. Like a normal slice of life moment, huh? Didn't feel yeah. too, like too draggy or boring for you no no not at all like i i really enjoyed it good to know good to know is there any part of the first half of the movie when all that was going on sans the eye vacuum trap that uh that you really liked you know any part that stood out to you that um you really enjoyed Um... Not that I can think of. I really, but I did, but I did enjoy all of it equally. I um, I like the scene with him fixing the bike with the kid. Um, yes, and like I said, the scene with him sketching plans for a trap and then throwing him away uh, because uh-huh. he thinks he's got a new life. And the scene with him and the doctor talking to each other and him making, like, sly references to what he does, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought those were all good scenes. Um, yeah. There was a lot of foreshadowing. During the surgery, we kind of see him, like, seeing the video that's playing of brain surgery and that kind of, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, like, hints that something's not right here, you know. Yeah. Um, we see the boyfriend pretending to be a throat cancer patient early on that kind of like sets up that uh, seed for later. The scene with him and the boy fixing the bike becomes important later. Mm -hmm. Um, All that stuff. So like there was a lot of like foreshadowing and planted seeds in the first half of the movie. And then, you know, a lot of um, the rest of it. I, I like the, like I said, when he comes back and finds out the whole thing was a scam because um, he comes back to give Gabriella that uh, bottle. And also, when they're all being kidnapped by Amanda, we see what their lives are actually like, who they actually are, you know, what they actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they're not doctors, they're prostitutes and janitors and drug dealers and addicts, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, and Cecilia is just a con artist. <laughs> yeah. That's all, you know. So... So Cecilia, amazing villain, evil British lady, I would say, you know what's crazy? Jigsaw kind of met his match with her in this movie, you know? Like, and I feel like she was a little starstruck. She outsmarted him, and she felt proud of that. She she knew who he was, because she mentions it later. She was like, when I realized who you really were, you know, I was a little worried, but like... She went through with it anyways, and she, like, she was riding that high. She was like, ha I outsmarted the great John Kramer. Well, guess who had the last laugh, bitch, <laughs> you know? Bruh, um, like, it's almost like he knew he was gonna get duped. He did. 
That's well. That's part of it. Not he didn't know that the cancer treatment was a scam, but he knew about her boyfriend. So the scene where they leave the phone out for them to get, and she uses Valentina's intestines to get it, which was very interesting and creative, by the way. Yes. Um, they did that on purpose. They left that phone out on purpose as they show during during the twist at the end because they needed him to be there for part of their plan. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if you caught on to this or not, but John's original plan was not for Cecilia and her boyfriend to be on that bloodboarding thing, but actually for him and Amanda to be on it. He was going to let them think that they had won. And everything still went according to plan, but the plan was for him and Amanda to be on it while they go into the office and take the money and fall into their real trap, which they do at the end. The only thing that threw a wrench in his plan was the kid. He wasn't expecting the kid. That wasn't part of the plan. No, you know? definitely wasn't. But and I can definitely still, tell that. Yeah. Everything still went the way it was supposed to, though. Because when I fir- the first time I saw it, I originally thought, was that supposed to be for her and him? Because part of the twist, because they made it look when they first showed the twist, and he's like, wait a minute. He's like... If you were the last player, then who was supposed to be on the other side of that trap? And then, like, it goes for him and her in the office and all that. And I was like, oh, shit, it was supposed to be him and her on there. But then when I saw it a second time and I thought about it, it was like, no, wait, that's not it. He, You're supposed to think that, but John's real plan was for him and Amanda to be on there the whole time. That's why it's not a painful or violent trap. They're just having blood poured on them. I see. Yeah. That was a safe trap for him and her, you know, and like the real trap for Cecilia and what's his nuts was the office the whole time. Yeah. So that it was like it was like a double twist, which I thought was super clever, actually. Mm -hmm. It was like two twists in one. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. M. M Night Shyamalan's in the audience, like creaming his pants. (laughs) over. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah. Um So how'd you like that twist? Man, I'm telling you, bro. That twist had me on the edge of my seat. Right. And I asked you before if you saw it coming and you said no. So that one really No, I had I had up. no idea that was coming. Okay, so when her boyfriend first shows up, to the to the place. Um, did you think something was up then, or were you, because he's like, I came to get my money back. You know, did you think that he was like, like John found out it was a scam and he was coming for revenge? You know. Yeah, that's that. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, I didn't, I didn't put two and two together. Not by that's any what means. the movie. It's what the movie wanted you to think, right? I think it's funny after Mateo dies in his trap and the, the dude's up there on the chair and he looks at John and Amanda and he's like, you guys are fucking sick. <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah. That part made that part made me laugh. We get some really good scenes. Did you notice um, after John finds out it's a scam and, you know, bef- before Amanda kidnaps all the people in order to... After he puts the cab driver Diego through his test and interrogates him for where all the people are he um he calls Hoffman on the phone to mm-hmm. uh, to get information on the you know he's like detective there are people in need of our services <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I thought that was great 
Oh, I thought that was great. How'd you like Cecilia as a villain? Like, wasn't she... Did you notice the book ending where in the beginning she's, like, pleading for her life and she's like, this isn't right, John, and he's like, a lesson on moral decency from you. And then at the end of the movie when she puts the kid in the trap and he's like, this isn't right, and she's like, really, a lesson on moral decency from you. Like, they bookended it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, how did you like Cecilia as a villain in this movie? Like, in, like a whole twist. Like, how do you like? I, you know, the fact that that John is the main character instead of the the villain for a change, and Cecilia is the villain in this right. movie. Right? No, I I liked it. I, I, yeah, she. I think as as the villain, she did a really good job. Um, I'd have to say that. Um, Seeing the roles reversed for a change was different, and I liked it. I liked the direction they went with this. So when they first put John in the trap, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, ah, Jigsaw about to die in one of his own traps, blah, blah, blah. At that point, obviously there was nothing to worry about because we know that there's movies after that, like two and three that he's still in, so he wasn't going to die there. But, right. But did you still think to some degree that he was going to suffer in like in more than he did? Like, Did you think he was going to have to go through some kind of like violent thing or did you think that him ending up in his own trap was part of his plan the whole time i had a feeling that because there was the kid involved he was going to sacrifice himself but at the same time i'm like well not 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 completely because yeah it's a prequel (laughs) right but Here's my here's my other thought process. This is John Kramer we're talking about. He designed this trap. He knows how to fucking maneuver his way through it to survive and help and help the other person survive as well. So that being said, it was purposely I mean... a purposely a an easily survivable Trap. And non pain, non painful, like yeah, non painful. Y- you know, yeah. they didn't have to like cut off their fingers or cut out their eyes and shit. You know, yeah, which would have been they. They weren't like even in a saw movie, they're not going to do that to a kid. <laughs> you no. know, what I mean? so you already knew it wasn't going to be something too bad once you saw he was in it. But still, the idea of a kid in a saw trap was still like interesting to see on like i'm surprised they they went that far and yeah oh yeah absolutely but i i think they did it just to really make you hate cecilia you know like they wanted yeah really to really drive home that she is potentially more evil than jigsaw himself yeah you know like i think like she met her match like you know freddy versus jason alien versus predator fuck that john versus cecilia yeah (laughs) no shit is the new you know um question do you think she survives because the movie ends with her sticking her she the other guy dies she survives the fight with him and she's got her head sticking out the hole and when the timer stops the poison stops flowing in but the door doesn't unlock so she's still in there so do you think she survives or do you think she just kind of like starves to death in there she did 
Does someone come looking for it? It's an <laughs> I don't know. it's an it's an ambiguous fate, like Hoffman at the end of Seven when Gordon leaves him for dead. We don't know what happened to him to this day. Still, you know? no, we don't. So, like, it's not a confirmed death. So I was wondering, in your head canon, you know, you think you think she just starves to death. She doesn't find a way out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I guess, would you agree, then, that the, the Geely saw was probably, like, the most painful to watch? Oh, absolutely. The, tra- the traps in this one, excuse me. Yeah, 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 that was just... Because, like, once, even once she gets all the way through, once she gets to the top, it's almost worse because she's just got, like, that last, like, piece of skin left, and that's, like, you know, once that bitch snaps, the whole leg's coming down? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, ugh, that's so, ooh, god, mm. I don't think there's any way I could do that. I don't think I could. I don't Hell think I could no. do that. Hell not that no. one. Especially not the brain one. I could, I'd, I would have a hard time even breaking my own bones, but I could maybe, maybe do that. Um, oh yeah, speaking of which, let's talk about Gabriella. So out of all of these characters, I think John and Amanda seem to... Th- seem to be on the same page uh that she is the least guilty out of all of them but still guilty what do you yeah. think how do you how do you feel about that mm. considering she they prote- ga- considering they gave her like pretty much the easiest trap to escape yeah yeah well i'm not asking so much if you agree that that's how they feel. I'm asking how you personally feel about that character. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's it's rough because, like, and, you know, I'm by no means an expert, you know, or qualified to speak on these matters whatsoever, but it does speak to how drug addiction can push you to extreme lengths to get your fix, you know? Yep. You know... She's so much of a drug addict that she's willing to partake of a scheme where they steal money from cancer patients in order to get her fixed. Yeah. Like, that's pretty bad. So, you know, like, she's guilty too, but, like, not not so much as the ringleader and the cronies. Yeah. Know, as they were they were more of a part of it than she was by a large margin. They They were all part of, like, the surgery setup and all that. She just played a housemaid. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so they all, they, they played to their strengths, um, and yeah, it was crazy. I, I do feel like, you know, obviously besides the whole, you know, John realizing that he actually does still have cancer and he is still dying and feeling shocked and betrayed, um, I do think there's a part of him that also felt, it felt a little bit like, his pride was hurt because he was outsmarted and, you know, he's the great jigsaw and, you know, he's a big, he's a smart engineer guy and, you know, how, how dare anyone pull one over on him? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, do you, do you feel, do you feel like maybe hurt pride was a little in, do you, do you think that I know in John's own fucked up mind, he considers what he does to be a form of retribution, like he's testing people and fixing them and blah, yeah. blah, blah. The same, sh- the same 
shit cult leaders say and believe. That's what he is. He's a cult leader. There's no. Oh cult, yeah, you know, absolutely. A, you know, but um, do you think that he actually believes all that shit, or do you think there's three options here? He actually believes all that, and this really is how he sees what he's doing, or. The other option is that this is purely revenge-driven in this movie. Or the third option is that it's a little bit of both. I'd say it's a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to say, too, I'd have to say that regardless of his convictions and his drive for, you know, like, um, fairness in his games and testing people and their will to live and yada yada, I do feel like... He was angry, and some of this was definitely done out of spite and vengeance. <laughs> there's oh, absolutely. No there's that. no, there's and, no, there's no sugarcoating it. Yeah, I think because when you look back at all the other movies too, about ninety percent of his targets are all people that somehow either pissed him off or crossed his path at the wrong time. Uh-huh. Like it's not, it's not exclusively just like he's not picking up random criminals off the street and punishing them like the Boondock Saints. He's targeting doctors cops lawyers insurance agents you know what i mean like there's a pattern here <laughs> so people need to stop like people really need to stop like crossing john kramer like that's fucking suicide that's exactly. a su- that's a that's a death wish right there exactly yeah yeah. Um, so, how did you see it coming that the Gerard Butler lookalike was um, her boyfriend? And no. That he was actually actually a bad guy. Yeah. See, like I said, you got multiple twists in this movie. That one was a pretty good one. Yeah, it was. I thought. Even when he fir- even when he grabbed the gun and said, "All right, enough of this." For a moment, I still it didn't even click with me. Then I was thinking that maybe he was just like a good Samaritan, and he was like, "Look." Look, they're, like, in his mind, he was like, yeah, these con artists are bad people, but I also can't stand by and watch this torture happen at the same time. Like, you, yeah, you and them are both, you and them are both bad. I had, you know? yeah, I had, I had thought the same thing at first. And, yep, and then it turned out, oh, no, they're lovey-dovey, and Cecilia didn't give a fuck. I, this is the moment where I decided I definitely wanted her to suffer, was when, after everything Gabriella did to survive her trap, Cecilia kills her anyways by snapping her neck. Like, ooh, what a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> right. God damn her. You know, I can't, I can't say it because I'm not British, but... <laughs> Fuck. Oh. She's, she's a bad one. Speaking of British, this movie, first Saw movie to be, uh, Part British and part Spanish. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I did kind of realize that, too. It's funny because, like, most of the characters in this movie are Mexican, but the villain is British. Very James Bond. Very James Bond of them to do that. Right. Like, uh... (laughs) Oh, I've been waiting for you, Mr. Bond. (laughs) So... No, it was some good stuff. Um, it, good character development for Amanda in this movie, especially seeing her sympathize with Gabriella. It also, I feel like this movie fills in some gaps that help drive Amanda's choices in Saws 2 and 3, you know? Yeah. Um, 
you know, we already know a lot of her motivation was because Hoffman man- manipulated and blackmailed her. Yeah. Um, but, but there, this movie also kind of like really drove home her, her relationship with John and now her like sporadic behavior in Saw 3 actually kind of makes more sense. Yeah. You know, a little bit. So that kind of helped like drive that around to like kind of went full circle with that one. That makes which sense. Which was nice. Yeah. Which was very nice. Also, interesting ending for this movie. So these movies usually end when they're doing like the Hello Zep thing and it's like da na na da na 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 you know. And like I thought they were going to end that here where they're leaving and John leaves her in the thing. I thought when the elevator went down or whatever it was going to just close on that like it did on Spiral with the elevator. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It keeps going, and they walk out the door into the sunlight, and it does like a fucking Quentin Tarantino thing where it puts the title of the movie up on the screen and then fades out. Uh-huh. And I was like, "That's not very Saw of them." That was interesting choice. Um, how do you? What do you think of that? Like their, that choice that they decided to make there, ending it on I... like a on like a. A floaty note instead of a harsh one. I was mi- I kind of missed the harsh note. <laughs> yeah, it was a little surprising, but yeah. then you got the cr- then you got the credit scene. Oh my so god, kinda, bro! Like, so we got to talk about that. <laughs> no, like the you, you the fa- the fact that Hoffman showed up in this one. Yep, just for the credit scene. Although his voice was in the movie before over the phone. Yes, Hoffman showed up in this scene, and uh, I um, and the, one of the things that John Kramer said to the guy is like, "Where's your scar, man? Or where's your scar?" Yes, that means Henry was in on it the whole time. Yes. The guy that was in in the cancer support group with him right. was there specific, specifically to scout him out as a potential like sucker for the for the scam. What a yeah. piece of shit. Who goes who sits in on a cancer support group just to like find people to steal money from? My god. So, yeah. Like I said before, John Kramer is the last person you ever want to cross because at that point you have a death wish. Yeah. That's just straight also, up suicide. Also, if there's any lesson to learn from these movies, it's um don't uh ever do anything wrong ever in your life, never make a single mistake and also never become a cop, doctor, lawyer or work for any health profession ever. <laughs> Basically. Because then John Jigsaw will come for you. Right. But in but the lesson of this movie is don't be a scummy-ass con artist, piece of shit, motherfucker, stealing money from goddamn cancer patients, you fucker. Right. One of the few Saw movies where I can say that genuinely, like, most of the people in it are, like, at, like the people in the traps are actually bad people. Like, the... Yeah. Ob- objectively bad people, not Gabriella, and the movie goes out of its way to show you that she's not like the rest of them. But, um, but the rest of them are fucking bad, you know? Yeah. And I understand that you gotta do what you gotta do to survive and stuff, <clears throat> and things are rough down there, but like that, 
Like, and I know the one girl was a prostitute and everything, but there are some lines you don't cross. And stealing from yeah, cancer no. patients is one of them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that yeah, that's... So they were bad. I mean, because sometimes... Sometimes they put people in traps that's just, like, really stupid shit, like jaywalking. You know what I mean? And it's not... Yeah. It's not really, like, deserving of it. Right. You know? Like, the, the, I'm still I'm still mad that the guy who wrote that self-help book in the seventh movie and pretended to be in a trap, and, like, his wife is in the brazen bull at the end, and he fails, so she dies. What the fuck did she do to deserve that? You know what I mean? Like... Right. That, shit, that was his pu- his punishment. Is she dies? Sounds more like she's the one being punished. Uh, right. Like, yeah, it's a bit unfair, but unfortunate. I understand that that was during Hoffman's reign too. But whatever. John wrote the blueprints for this shit before he died. So yeah, he did. Like, you know, the idea was still his. <laughs> yeah. The man, I think he he started to get more hypocritical and senile in his older years. Yeah. Um. But um. No, um, <clears throat> ideally though, this that's part of the reason I think people actually really like this movie too is because it actually gives you a reason to not like the quote-unquote victims, the people in the traps. Yeah, you, oh, absolutely. Because in this movie, you're not... They're not waking up in a trap and getting like you're not getting like a, a a a tape record recap of what they did wrong that you never got to see. You know, in this movie, you get to actually see what they did wrong. Yeah, before before they're in the trap. Yeah, you know, sure that's the what the whole do. first half of the movie is. So you are on the journey with John. I honestly think this movie almost served as a kind of like see the world through John's eyes kind of thing, you know, yeah, sympathize ab- with him, Yes, you know, see it from his perspective, you know, since we're with John through the beginning of the whole movie for the whole journey, we actually sympathize with his cause in this one. If you really you know? think about it, John Kramer is like the most extreme mercenary <laughs> yeah, except mercenaries get paid. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I mean, traditionally, they tend to get paid. I wouldn't be, you know... I, I don't want to meet the man who didn't pay a mercenary and lived to tell the tale, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> because... That person, whatever they are, that's worse than a mercenary. <laughs> yeah. At that point. Yeah. yeah. No, J- John John is a cult leader, and he is, by all, for all intents and purposes, he's a serial killer. I don't care what delusional poppycock he tells himself to loophole himself out of it. Oh, well, you know... Uh, I've never killed anyone. All my victims kill themselves because you, whatever you kidnap them and put them in the shit. Whatever, like it's not, if you if you put a gun in someone's hand and force them to pull the trigger, you're still a murderer. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> that's the like, yeah, that's on you. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Um, no, like, and I get where he's coming from. I'm sure we've all had moments where we've wanted to see, like, bad people get their just desserts or he wanted, like, revenge. Or oh, yeah, absolutely. Take, you know, so it's easy to, you know, exploit that carnal nature, carnal nature and primal instincts within all of us. But uh, at the end of the day, we're not going to go out and build elaborate torture devices to punish people, <laughs> you know? No. No. We're going to go, we're going to drink and smoke and cry to our therapist and take a nap that's how we yep. deal with it that's how he that's how normal people deal with shit they don't they don't go out and put people in like finger traps and shit right um, yeah uh and again of course you know one old cancer patient couldn't do all this on his own he has to have an elaborate team that includes a teenage drug addict a dirty cop and a doctor with a missing foot pretty so, fucking much <laughs> my favorite superhero team <laughs> 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 oh shit yes. sounds like a saturday morning cartoon it does you know <laughs> oh my god that's, you know, when you put it the way I put it, it doesn't sound like a very organized or well-put-together cult at all. No. That's, I mean, I guess that would explain why the whole thing fell to shit by the end. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh my god. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so anyways, yeah, so this was a two-hour Saw movie, and we didn't even get the first trap till probably like a good 30 minutes in, that was crazy. Yeah. Um... Just a lot of story in this one, though. Beautiful scenery, too. Absolutely. A lot of the scenes in Mexico, you know. Um, some good foreshadowing in the first half of the movie with some of the stuff. Some good references and callbacks to the other movies mm -hmm. here and there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, did you notice the credit scene is also in the bathroom from the first movie? Yes. Yeah, that was. I thought that was worth mentioning, too. Um, mm -hmm. and then of course, you know, Diego's pipe bomb trap happened first and that's where he got all the information he needed on everyone who was involved. Yep. Um, and that man survived his trap. Like he, he went for it and holy shit. But you know, that had to hurt because. Oh yeah. He was bleeding. Like, he was bleeding like profusely. I mean, he took off whole chunks of skin, like outer layer. And then like, when he got, and, when he and his, muscle, when his other arm couldn't fucking hack it anymore, he fucking ripped the other pipe bomb out with his teeth. Gotta hand it to him, man. That kid survived. Yeah, he fucking did. And then I love the scene of like after he survives, <laughs> fucking the camera pans up and John's sitting there in the window, staring down on him with his long pointy face like a fucking vulture, and he's and he just like nods in approval when he survives. He's like, mm, "Yeah, it's very good. He passed like some kind of old ass like monk, mm -hmm. like treat like mm -hmm. some basically like the fucking Mister Miyagi of torture traps. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> Stay out of my head, yeah. bro. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> yes, like the fucking yeah, chop on, chop off. Um, right. He he's just staring. I just that scene of him like nodding in approval when the guy survives and mm, yes, very good. You have passed, young Padawan. <laughs> you know mm, the force is uh, strong with this one. Mm. 
And my my thing here is like, okay, he gets information out of this guy, but most of the people that survive his traps, he usually like tries to recruit to his cause. Why didn't he recruit this guy? <laughs> you know. Um. But uh, <clears throat> one of the few survivors, because Gabriella survived her trap, and then Cecilia killed her anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she did. In the trap, the eyeball thing never actually happened. So pretty much. Diego is the only one that really survived, and Cecilia's left ambiguous. Everyone else died. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Yeah, and I will say, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, even though um, Vanessa and Mateo's traps were designed to be doable, technically they were also designed to be like extremely difficult because of how involved they were. Makes I sense. Think they were, Intentionally difficult, yeah. And what beautiful irony that the guy who pretended to do brain surgery would also be the one to have to do brain, actual brain surgery on himself. <laughs> right? Yeah, but that was like, oof, man. I can't help but wonder, like, if you're ripping out a piece of your brain, you could feel that, right? Like, Oh, yeah, you, I would, I would assume so. Can your brain feel? Does it have nerves? I don't know. <laughs> I would assume uh, so. That was, bleh. yeah. Um, I couldn't do very that. Very unfortunate. I couldn't do that. Also, also, I guess you know, if I was being pedantic or cinemasins esque, I could point out that I'm pretty sure the way that he goes about that that whole thing, like the way that the steps that he takes in that. I mean, they're the right steps. But, like, when I was watching it with Kyle, he said that he's pretty sure that he would be hemorrhaging doing it this way. And it wouldn't work. It Like, he wouldn't actually be able to do what he needed to do because of the hemorrhaging. You yeah. Know what I mean, there'd be, like, a brain a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. Um, that's why they use anesthetic and shit. <laughs> um, but I'm not a doctor. I don't know enough about medical shit. It's just a you know a, a discussion piece, not a yeah, not a factual, not a factual statement. This is a you know these are opinions. <laughs> I'm saying. yeah. So, um, so you know if it's wrong, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> is what I'm saying. But right, I, mean, I when I was watching it, I was kind of thinking too. I was like. Yeah, there's no way someone's doing this in three minutes, realistically. Like, actual brain surgery takes hours. <laughs> like, Sure the fuck does. Yeah. Yeah. So, the saw thing, though, I could see that. I could see that. The Geely saw thing. But, yeah. No. Also, I would say, though, even though she failed, Vanessa got, like, an easier death because her head got cut off, which I'm sure was painful at first, but, like, became quick and painless yeah. soon. Yeah. Mateo, like, I'm pretty sure those were, like, heat coils, like what you see in a space heater that were in that mask before it yes. shot on him. So it's like he, yes. he was getting b- burned and electrocuted at the same time. Sure the fuck was. Um, Yeah, that man was screaming in pain, so you know his death was horrible. Oh, absolutely. Know? That was... Yeah. Um, I have to imagine the fucking... The brain surgery part probably... I mean, I'm sure it hurt, but probably hurt less than his death. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that was really unfortunate for him. But the bloodboarding part, though, gross but doable. But they were doing, like, that was still, you can still die from that because waterboarding is basically a form of drowning. Yeah. You know, as as torture. Yeah. So, 
if you're on the wrong side for too long, you can drown mm-hmm. on that. Which, and I think the kid realized that. So good on him for you know saving John there. You know, but also right. at the same time, if only that kid realized that by saving John's life, he's doomed so many other people to death in future movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oops. It works in the context of this movie. He's a good kid trying to do the right thing, but man, he saved the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> All because he helped him fix his bike once. Right. Yeah, but good on him for learning the Spanish version of pole. <laughs> right. But yeah, the bloodboarding man thing. I think if there's any saw trap in the history of the whole franchise that I'd be forced to go through... And serve, it would be that one, but the unfor- the only the only unfortunate part though is that that's one of those ones. There's going to be someone on the other side, yeah, and I'm sure it'd be one of those only one of you can survive things. So like you'd have to be willing to sacrifice someone else, yeah, or they'd have to be willing to sec they'd have to be willing to sacrifice themselves because they have to pull the lever. I'm pretty sure they got that idea from the from the brother and sister tr- uh, twins drill chair trap in Are You Scared? Probably. Um, so I thought that was, you know, because, you know, they had to pull the lever in their own direction. So you have to choose to kill yourself. But I'm saying if it was like something that you just had to suffer through on your own, I think having some blood poured on my face would be preferable to like, you know, having to like pull my own tooth out or cut off a hand or rip out my own eye, you know? Yeah. Probably be the, you know, um, least painful way to go but um yeah oh but it's not the first time they did a waterboarding type thing though the last the first one was in spiral with the hot wax yes it was so yeah <laughs> Ooh, ouch um okay well i mean all in all this is a saw movie and as good as it is when it comes to these saw movies and I mean, it's good for a Saw movie, and there's a lot oh, absolutely. there, but it's it's not one of those movies where you can really pick apart a bunch of things philosophically and stuff like that, not any more than you could with any of the other ones, really. Yeah. And we did kind of dig into the mindset of John Kramer here, and, you know, that's about all the more you can really do with it. Like I said, I like the scene where he was, like, thinking of giving up on the whole trap business and shit, mm-hmm. you know? Um... But, like, overall, it's not that deep. At the end of the day, it's still a Saw movie. You know, it's a good Saw movie, but it's it's a Saw movie. So, you know, it is what it is. But we enjoyed it. All right. Well, um, Nick, final thoughts. Anything you want to say about this movie that you haven't said yet you want to get out there? We are in the spoilers section, so obviously everything's on the table. Um, you told me before you had a lot of thoughts. Man. so the fact that the the one like i said before like the, the the one the one twist that really threw me for a loop was the fact that i thought that cecilia and uh discount gerard butler um were actually going to get away it's like he knew he was going to get duped. 
But man, like that that's the one that, that, that really threw me for a loop. I know I said that earlier, but I, I had to say Yeah. That. Well and then they showed in the montage of the twist too, like after she called him on the phone and she lied and said she was calling her dad, but after she called him, we see Amanda take the phone and she looks at it and sees who she actually called and she's like, Ha, I gotcha. You know, because they left the yep. phone up there on purpose because they wanted her to call him there. Yep. Which was pretty pretty cool. I do have to wonder though, who was calling them when they when the the phone rang and they all realized it was under the coat. You know, maybe it was Hoffman. That would probably make sense. Maybe, yeah. Could have been him, or it could have been them calling the phone from the office upstairs to like bait her into grabbing it. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah. That's probably it. What do you think of that? clever but gross idea to use intestines as rope i was like oh uh, okay (laughs) gross but okay whatever floats your boats so was there anything in this that would do you you agree that they kind of like toned it down on the gore but not so much on how painful it is to watch yes because it it still had blood it's it still had blood and everything, but it wasn't so focused on, like, you know, we didn't get to see, see someone getting, you know, pumped full of acids and then melting melting from the inside. You know what I mean? No. We didn't no. see stuff like that in this one. Nope. Um, sure didn't. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, the Geely Saw scene was still painful. A lot of it was still kind of painful to watch. Um, yep. Sure was. Gabriella went pretty hard on her bones there. That one, I yeah, thought she was going to be more painful to watch, but it started getting kind of action-y. <laughs> um, yeah. That radiation, though, woof. Uh, so, okie-dokie. Um, was there any part of this that was like... Uh, like a rough watch for you, like ah, you know, like you were like kind of squirming in your seat, cringing a little. Nah, bit. I mean, yeah, a lot of the traps, like they but they made me cringe one, for sure. Which which the which one that made me cringe? The one that made me cringe the worst was yeah the uh, the the Geely saw trap. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was grasping my leg the whole fucking time, bro. Yeah, much ouch, very pain. Okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> much ouch, very pain, yes. <laughs> so anyways, alright, well, that is our disjointed but honest review for Saw X. We liked it. Um Yeah. It seems that most of the internet enjoyed this one, like fans. This is the first Saw movie to get a positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, It's getting critical acclaim. Um, Like I said, people are praising it for its difference in tone and story structure and character development and shit like that. Yes. And I guess maybe part of the reason they toned the traps down but still made them painful to watch is because I think they were trying to make this a more accessible saw movie maybe try to bring in a wider audience to this one make it more mainstream and yeah. less like less like dirty grungy grungy underground but they still had to keep uh, some of that original feel for the og fans you know so you oh get absolutely the, yeah you get yeah. kind of the, the best of both worlds in this one 
you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You get your Grey's Anatomy doctor drama, and then you get your <laughs> then you get your torture porn as well. Yep. Um, but not without meaning. Not without meaning. This this movie doesn't just do out of you know, unlike other Saw movies, this one doesn't just do gratuitous over the top gore for the sake of doing it, for the sake of outdoing the movie that came before it. You know, like all the other ones do. Yeah. So, um. This one is really is about the story, and even the traps play into that in a way that's meaningful in this movie. Mm-hmm. So. So. All right. Well, this has been the Saw X review. As always, I have been your host, Justin, a.k.a. Oversoul, and if you enjoyed this, remember to uh, click that like button if you're watching it on YouTube. Leave a comment giving me your thoughts on the movie if you watched it as well. If you're listening on Spotify, you can follow Apple Podcasts, you can rate, and so on and so forth with other things and stuff. And you can follow me on the website, formerly known as Twitter, at Oversoul. Five three or shoot me an email at m r o v e r s o u l five three at gmail dot com. And you and I have been your co-host Nick, aka the Vaping Fiend, and you can find me on the website formerly known as Twitter at the Vaping Fiend on TikTok at the dot vaping dot fiend. And why not give me a follow on Twitch at the Vaping Fiend as well? Alright. And with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed this. Take care, everyone. Don't become a scam artist. Don't steal money from cancer patients. I think that's the moral of the story, maybe. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh. Um, don't be a. You can be an asshole, just don't be a scumbag. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. And, uh, like always, stay safe out there. Good night, everybody. Bye.